0: Gould Parts presents Preps Rewind on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Mike Danson. Hello, welcome into Preps Rewind presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton, Uh, 970 454 3355. Open seven days a week, your Napa Parts provider. Owned by Alan Gould and his family since the '70s, lots of experience there in the staff. Uh, they can uh, machine. They have a machine shop, marine parts, off-road equipment, car and truck parts, tractor parts. Anything you need, go over to Gould Parts and talk to them. Thank you, Gould Parts. I am Mike Danson. This is Preps Rewind. Uh, the rundown for today. We're going to go through last night and Thursday scores and what games we have going on today. Then we will have uh, Thompson Valley head coach Jamie Steele is going to join us in the second segment. The third segment will be Platte Valley head coach Troy Hoffman. And then in the final segment, we will uh, look at week two of the uh, Preps Rewind Power Rankings that I've been putting together. Um, those are the teams listed from 8 to number 1 as the teams that I think have the best chance to bring home the gold ball uh, at the end of the season for Preps high school football here um we are in the Aloe Fiber studio just wanted to mention that um let's jump into the scores from uh Thursday night and Friday uh we'll start at the 8 man ranks with uh Dayspring Christian Academy uh we didn't have the score last week last week Dayspring traveled to Hayden and they got their first win of the season they're now 1 and 4 uh they lost to uh, Marino last night twenty four to thirty four. So, Marino or uh, DaySpring is playing a lot of really close games against uh, a lot of very good teams. Uh, most of these teams that they're playing are ranked at that eight man level. So, um, they get the win last week in week five forty to twenty eight over Hayden, but lose this week last night to Marino twenty four to thirty four. So, they are one and four now on the season. Highland. At the 1A level, they play Estes Park today in Alt, I believe. So if you're interested in looking into some high school football for the day, uh, you can head up to Alt and catch Highland and Estes Park Uh Moving on to the two A level, uh, we will talk to head coach Troy Hoffman here in the show. But uh, Platte Valley gets a big win as they open their league schedule twenty two to twelve over Develin De last night. So a big win for Platte Valley. We'll we'll talk about that uh, game with Coach Hoffman, but. Uh, they they were losing at halftime, and they they were able to come back and get the W in the second half. Eaton traveled all the way up to Steamboat Springs, and they get the big win, uh, fifty to seven, over Steamboat Springs. So uh, kind of a walk in a park that moves uh, Eaton to three and two on the season. Valley falls to zero and four on the season as they lose to a very good Wellington team. Forty-two to twenty. Wellington now moves to five and zero on the season. So Wellington in that same uh, league as Platte Valley. Uh, those are two teams that I think are going to probably contend for that league title. I would think Bennett probably has something to say f- about it. Also, uh, Valley. We just talked about Valley. Timnith. Timnith played uh, University last night. That's the game you could have heard here on KFKA last night. You can go and podcast that game on KFK.com if you want to hear it. Um, University gets the W35-7 over Timnith. Timnith falls to 2-3. and three. University moves to 3-2 and two on the season. Moving into the 3A level, Severance had a bye week this week. Uh, Resurrection Christian uh Gets another huge win over Sand Creek. I don't know what to think about this Resurrection Christian team. They, they played Moffitt County, then they had a bye, then they played in Wyoming and lost, then they had another bye. They played a team from, uh, I believe it was Ohio or maybe uh, South Carolina, I can't remember, and they beat them 43-6, to and then the big win against Sand Creek last night, 60-8. to over Sand Creek. So Resurrection Christian uh, moves to three and one on the season as they will have played one less game through the whole season. Roosevelt five and O Roosevelt uh, had the bye last night. Mountain view. zero and four, they moved to Owen five after falling to Centaurus last night. 27, 34 uh, Centaurus, a four, a school Mountain view playing up to that four, a level, but, uh, Falling 27-34. Thompson Valley, uh, we're going to have head coach Jamie Steele on in the next segment. Uh, Thompson Valley gets the win. They move to 3-2. and two. They're uh, kind of on a roller coaster. They won in Week 2, lost Week 3, won in Week 4, lost in Week 5, win in Week 6. They win over Niwot 44-14 last night. So uh, we'll get some more info on that Thompson Valley Eagles team here in the next segment. Northridge on a bye week this week, moving on to four a Windsor. They get the win over Greeley central 50 to seven. That moves Windsor to four and two on the season. After a couple games skid there for Windsor, they get back on the winning side of things against Greeley central Greeley central. That drops them to two and three now on the season. Loveland loses to Erie 36 to 19. I think pretty much anybody who goes up against that Erie squad is going to lose. That's uh two games in a row where Erie has beat up on teams from up north here uh beating Loveland last or beating Windsor last week and beating Loveland last night. So that Erie squad, I think uh if uh I had to bet any money on a team that I know is going to win a state championship. I think that's the team I would be putting my money on at that 4A level. Greeley West falls to 0-5. They fall 49-13 to Longmont last night. So uh, just a a tough season for Greeley West as they're 0-5. Let's see how they get through their league schedule, see if they can build in on anything to take into next season. Fort Collins, 0-6 now on the season as they fall to Crosstown rival Rocky Mountain, 31-17. That uh, win gets Rocky Mountain their second win of the season. They move to 2-4, and four. Fort Collins 0-6. Fossil Ridge seems to be the cream of the crop in the Fort Collins 5A schools as they they move to 3-3 three and three now. They lost their first three to start the season, and now they are have 1 3 in a row. They beat Boulder last night 42 to 0. Pooter 1 and 5 on the season. They lose 56 to 0 to Fairview last night. So, uh it's a tough go over there in the uh, Fort Collins 5A football uh, teams. They are just having a tough go of it this season. So, uh as we talked about uh, that's what we have For scores last night, the one game that you can go and catch some prep football today in Alt Estes Park coming down the mountain to play the Highland Huskies. Highland 0-4 on the season, looking to get their first win. Um, The only thing that we've seen really out of Estes Park, they played uh, Wellington tough week one of the season. That was an 8-6 win for Wellington, so that's kind of all we really know about Estes Park. But uh, Highland Estes Park in Alt today, uh, I'll get a. I'll try to get a time of what that uh, game is going to be. I think right now we'll probably jump out, take our first break, give us a chance to spend as much time with these uh, coaches as we can. Uh, we will have head coach of the Thompson Valley Eagles, Jamie Steele, on the other side of this break. You are listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton. Give them a call for all your parts needs. 970-454-3355. Open seven days a week. And now we are going to go to Thompson Valley. Head football coach Jamie Steele and talk to him about his team and the, the win last night, how the season's going. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing
1: great.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Coach, uh, I'm really happy to have you on. I, I'm going to bounce back just a couple of weeks because I, I know it's been a long time since Thompson Valley has defeated Loveland in a football game. I'm I'm not sure. You could probably tell us how long it's been. But uh, what what kind of uh, thing does that do for your program? That's just such a big win to beat a program like Loveland.
1: Oh, that, was, that was a huge win for us. And uh, last time it happened was in 2006. And, I, yeah, that was just a big win. I told the kids that we need to change things um, in the town of Loveland and do the best we can. And if we come out on top, things are going to slowly change. And uh, we came out on top, and things are changing.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I I, went to school in Kersey at Platte Valley, and we always lost to Eaton the whole time. And then I, I went to college. I came back and coached, and I was actually there for the first time that we beat Eaton in a football game. And I just remember those feelings. I, I, I'm just so happy for your program. That's just awesome stuff there.
1: I appreciate that. And the kids were flying high. And, um Having a great time. They love playing football. They love to compete. And we're just having a ball right now. I tell them to enjoy the moment.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Coach, you beat Loveland, but then you play a Riverdale Ridge team that I don't think is getting enough uh, credit throughout the state. They're they're a very quality football team. And you fall there. Was it a little bit of a letdown after
1: that big win? It was. uh, Riverdale Ridge, they're a great team. And I agree with you. I think they're not getting the respect that they deserve. That's a great coach. That coaching staff has done a wonderful job with them, and we got back. You know, we got beat up in that game. We had six starters come out of that game by halftime, so that really changed the the game for us. The second half, and um, we're still feeling the effects of that right now. We yeah. have maybe three of them back last night, but we still have three out.
0: Well, and it's nice to hear that you got three of them back, but you guys bounced back with a big win over Niwot, 44-14 to last night. It looked like uh, you guys kind of, I think it said that you took the opening kickoff all the way down to the nine, and then you scored on your very first play?
1: Yeah, we did, and uh, fortunate to have things go that way for us, for sure. Uh, we talk about things like that all the time. We need to get the momentum early, and we did, and uh yeah, that was a that was a game changer right there.
0: Yeah, coach, and I I, I was a special teams uh, coordinator when I was coaching, and I, I just love the momentum plays that you can get off of special teams, and especially to start the game off with something huge like that. It's it's just amazing.
1: Yeah, it's huge. You need to have uh, some things go our way, and that definitely went our way. We were riding high after that, and uh, Riley scored scoring the very first play. After that, then we had a, a couple touchdowns that were just uh, one drive touchdowns, which is always nice. You never expect that to happen.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. And when I looked at this score this morning before I started digging deeper, you know, you see a forty-four to fourteen score, and you think, oh, they probably got up by a bunch and then gave up a couple scores late as they were making some subs. But that's not really how this game went. You guys were kind of in a dogfight until uh, towards the end of the second quarter.
1: Correct and. Yeah, we were shooting ourselves in the foot, and I've talked about that for the last five weeks. This team could be a really great football team. We're good right now, but we still play sloppy football at times, and we're working on this as hard as we can, and the kids are starting to... I mean, we're getting better each week. The kids are starting to buy into it. We just need to continue to clean up some of the little things that continue to shoot us in the foot.
0: Are you talking mainly turnovers or more penalties?
1: both it's a combination turnovers penalties uh not lining up correctly in the formations um there's all sorts of little things that are going on down there and we work on them daily and they're starting to understand the importance of it um (laughs) this is a brand new offense this year installed so they've come a long way from uh you know back in the summertime and to where we are right now but there's still a little tweaking that needs to happen but super proud of them they've they continue to learn. They're getting better each week. And that's all I can ask.
0: And you talk about the offense and that, that was a question that I had. I know this is your, I believe your first year as head coach. Um, were you on staff before or you, were you just coming into the staff?
1: No, I was uh, last year. I was the tailbacks uh, coach for Chris Tedford, who is now up at Fossil Ridge. Yep. Um, but I've been all over the place in Northern Colorado coaching. I've been about just my 30th year coaching. So um, this offense works. It worked at Loveland when I worked, when I coached at Loveland, it worked at Rez when I coached at Res. I mean, this offense is explosive, but everyone just in anything, you just have to do your job and you have to do it correctly. Yeah.
0: And let's talk about your trigger man with this offense that you have going. Uh, Riley Suarez, uh, looking at the stats, he looks like he's a, a pretty good dual threat guy, but uh, um, talk about him as a player and as a leader for your team.
1: <laughs> he is a dual threat. Um, Running, passing, he can do it all. He's very savvy on that football field. Things that you just can't coach a player, uh, the savvy, just knowing the awareness out on that football field. Um, I'm super, super proud and happy for Riley. He's a true leader. All the players respond to him and he's just a, he's a great fit for this offense.
0: So you, we have Severance coming up next week. Um, they're coming off a bye. I'm sure they were probably there watching you guys last night. And that's, uh kind of leads into just this difficult league schedule that uh, you guys have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I've ever quite seen one like this before. Uh, every week we're playing a very, very well-coached team, very physical players on – both sides of the ball and uh you know i i I tell the kids all the time to be the best you got to beat the best and uh they they get that and they want to play the best teams in the state of colorado which i'm extremely proud of them but boy there's no time off and injuries are the big part we had a bye week the very first week of the season and uh i'm not sure how those are i'm learning on this i'm not sure who makes that schedule up but i'd sure like to have a a bye week in the middle of the season and keep some of these guys since the last five weeks have been brutal for this football team.
0: Yeah, I I look at the schedule and that and that was just kind of bad luck for you guys. Huh? I know those schedules are kind of set to, for a two year cycle and you move through it, but. Uh, yeah, having that bye week early and all these other teams that you're, you're going to be playing in this tough league, they all kind of have theirs now or, you know, in the last couple of weeks. That's, that's a big deal for, for injuries, just like you say, and, and especially with how hard this league is with, you know, Roosevelt and Resurrection Christian and Severance and you guys just, my gosh, what a hard league this is. That has to be the hardest one in the state.
1: I agree to that. This is a very tough schedule. Got great coaches at every school. Um, great players. Uh, It's fun. It's just survival mode sometimes with the injuries.
0: Yeah, and one thing about having a schedule like that, Coach, is you you look at it and you go, gosh, if we can just get into the playoffs, there's not going to be other teams that are as battle-tested as we are.
1: (laughs) That's correct. If we can make it to the playoffs, you're absolutely right. Um, We have to get there first, so it's really just game by game that we got to take and Uh, start getting some guys healthy. I think I'm going to have two more return next week. That's going to definitely help us for homecoming and going against severance. Um, So hopefully we're moving in the right direction on the injuries right now.
0: Yeah, coach, I, I hope so too. I, I appreciate your time this morning. Uh it's good to hear about your football team. I, I'm I'm very excited for where you guys are heading. I, I see I see a bright future ahead with the, the way you guys are playing this year. So I appreciate your time and and good luck. We'll probably talk to you later on through the season.
1: All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.
0: Yep. That is uh head football coach for the Thompson Valley Eagles, Jamie Steele. And, uh, as you can see, or he talked about coach has been around for a while and getting a chance to be the head guy here and, uh, they're doing something with it. Uh, it's a, it's a three and two football team right now, but, uh, you look at the losses, they lost to birthed who I really think is a team that's going to be competing for a state championship at that two a level. Um, they lost to them 16 to 14 and they lose to a team in Riverdale Ridge, which, If you look around at what Riverdale Ridge is doing, the teams that they're beating, it's a team that's really not getting a lot of respect across the state in rankings and stuff like that. But uh, um, that doesn't matter to Riverdale Ridge at this point. They're playing really good football, but uh, they beat Loveland, which is huge. He said it was 2006, I believe he said, was the last time that Thompson Valley beat Loveland in football, which, you know, them being cross-down rivals, they play every year so. Uh, that's a lot of games that uh, have gone Loveland's way and not Thompson Valley. And and here they go, get that win. And then they beat Niwot uh, last night, 44-14. Look at this team. And and Riley Suarez, I think, just a quality quarterback back there, really dual threat, uh, uh, running a balanced offense for this Thompson Valley Eagle team. And I really look at this team and think, and if they can get by Severance here, um, they, they're they going to have Mountain View coming up on this schedule also. But then uh, it really gets interesting. So that's it. it. They go Severance, Mountain View, and then you kind of get that uh, really meaty part of the schedule. Northridge, Roosevelt, Resurrection, Christian, uh, three really, really good teams to, to wrap up their schedule. So I hope they can get healthy and uh, battle through that schedule and see where they can go in the uh, playoffs if they're able to get there. On the other side here, we will talk to head football coach from Platte Valley, Troy Hoffman, about uh, his win last night over dievlin and kind of see where he, he thinks his team is right now as they're moving into the league schedule. Last night was the first league one, uh, and uh, we will move forward and, and see where he thinks they're going, if they they can get through this league and get into the playoffs and uh Move forward. So we will have him on the other side of the break here, uh, head coach Troy Hoffman from Platte Valley. Um, You are listening to Preps Rewind live from the Allo Fiber Studios, presented by Gould Parts. This is Northern Colorado's voice 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton, open seven days a week. Give them a call. Check them out online, uh, 970-454-3355. Go online and search Gould Parts, and you can see what they have in stock and see if they have that part that you're looking for. That is Gould Parts. We are live in the Allo Fiber Studios, and now we're going to move on to our next guest here, uh, Platte Valley Head Coach Troy Hoffman. Coach, how are you doing this morning?
2: It's always a good Saturday when you wake up after a win, Mike.
0: Yeah, I I, I was uh, kind of keeping tabs on you guys going through the game last night, thinking, well, if they can hold on to this one, I'll get Coach on tomorrow morning.
2: No, I appreciate it, yeah. Uh, the kids played really well in the second half. We hurt ourselves early in the in the game, inside the 30, three different times in the first quarter. Got a field goal miss, snap, and then fumbled. And like I said, we kind of shot ourselves and came out in the second half and we shut them out and we scored 15 points. So really happy for our kids and how we bounced back this week.
0: Well, and that's, uh, you're, you're down 12 to seven at halftime. What, uh, did you make any halftime adjustments or did you say, guys, we just got to finish what we're doing?
2: Mostly finish what we're doing, Mike, but we did adjust some things on the offensive line. We had to, uh, account for on our ISOs, just do some better blocking. They were taking care of the B gaps a little bit different. So we changed it. And then we added a different blocker to the backside versus, uh, pulling somebody. So a lot of things there and, you know, um, Our quarterback, Regan, our sophomore coming in since Howdy's been hurt, did a great job of uh, keeping his eyes up and kind of keeping the play alive and hit Josh for a long touchdown pass. So, like I said, I was really proud of the kids and how they responded. But more importantly, on defense, we broke up passes and didn't allow a, You know, at the end of the first half, we allowed a tipped pass to to, uh, let them score that last touchdown for them in that half. And it's kind of frustrating, kind of deflated the kids, but real proud of how they bounced back.
0: Yeah. And like defensively, you guys obviously stepped up and, uh, it looks, uh, just from the little bit, I saw, it looks like a team that they like to throw the ball a little bit. So, uh, defensively, uh, defensive backs had to step up as they were probably challenged and you guys were able to shut them out in the second half.
2: Yeah. And, uh, you know, talking about playing a team that likes to throw the ball, that's what Devlin's always done. And when you were with us, you saw that too. And one of the things that, uh, we had to face this week because we lost a senior Preston Hofer last week to a torn ACL. So I started another freshman. It's like somehow we keep finding these kids that have the opportunity and Alejandro Perez. And that's another one of the Perez brothers, Mike. And uh, he stepped up and did a great job for a young kid. And, you know, like I said, I I'm real proud of how we, we worked hard last week, brought up some intensity in different times of our practice. I changed it up a little bit just to get the confidence back and, Now we got to keep rolling against a very, very scrappy Valley team next week.
0: Well, Coach, it it has to be tough. Uh, You're talking about, it seems like, injury after injury here. And and I know your numbers probably aren't where you would like them to be, but uh, you're able to find these guys uh, as you're battling through the injury bug a little bit.
2: Yeah. You know, it started in June when we lost a starting linebacker, basically a three-year player in Brody white to an ACL from camp. And then Howdy had the mishap there at, uh, Eden bounce rail back and playing a tough game. We had that game at Wiggins and lose Preston. And so, yeah, we're, we're a little, I don't want to say we're, we're snake bitten, so to speak, but you know, we, it does give opportunities and things like that. We've got some different kids starting along the offensive line. I converted a tailback, Spencer Widener to a guard. And, you know, now all of a sudden he makes his first start this week and he's coming on. So, We're going to keep grinding away. We have to find things to balance out with the kids. You know me, and you know a lot of good coaches make the opportunity you put your kids with their skills, not force them into what you want to do. And Dan's changed some things up, and uh, Talon has some speed, but Regan can balance it up for us, and so I'm real happy for us.
0: Yeah, that, you know, in one way, it, it kind of hurts as a coach that, man, these guys are, you know, you're dealing with injuries, and you hate that for those kids, but it's so hard to balance it because you're so happy for those other kids to get the opportunities they are
2: oh 100 you know we were we were really excited that howdy he went to camp with us he had a really good camp and you know he's more of that running threat and and we really had that kind of gear for him and then when all that happened you just kind of have to step back and take a look at things but i am very happy brody's been great he's been around the weight room he's been around doing everything for us this whole time howdy shows up every day and now Preston's in there and he's doing these exercises. I don't even think he's hurt. I tease him, but you know, having those kids around, still showing that opportunity, and just just being involved with your your their brothers, so to speak, and it just makes me feel better. And like I said, we got to keep grinding. We have to find a way to stay sharp and make sure. Because uh, I told the kids, it's one at a time, but we got to be five and zero at the end of this five week stretch.
0: Well, and and that's where I was going to go next, Coach. You have Valley next week, but then that uh, Wellington team is. Uh... Well, I guess that's still two weeks away for you, but that Wellington team is coming up, and man, I I really don't know what to think about that team as a as a five and O team. I know they're running the heck out of the ball, but uh, you guys got to get through this league schedule to probably uh, get into the playoffs again.
2: Yeah, and it's you know you mentioned that, and I got filmed this morning and Valley played Wellington, and I will tell you, I am going to practice and do what I'm asking the kids to do, which is just focus on next week. Yeah. And, Valley actually moved the ball on Wellington early. They, they moved some things, did some things, and so that Valley team is, shouldn't be overlooked no matter what their record is, and that's all I'm going to focus on. But we do have to get through this league schedule. I, I need to find a way to stay healthy. Like I said, it's a good balance of everything you got, and next week we go to Valley, and then after that we'll hopefully be 2-0, and then you take a look at the next one, which is Bennett on the road again.
0: Well, and that's, you You talk about Valley, and they put up the most points that anybody has against Wellington uh, this season. They put up 20 last night, so that's the most Wellington has given up. So offensively, it seems like they may be starting to figure it out as they struggled a little bit early in the season. Um, anything else you really know about that Valley team, except for what you watched just this morning?
2: No, their quarterback's athletic. He's been there before and stuff, and like I said, they're... They're finding things, it looks like. Early in that game, they were inside. They were in the red zone. They were down to the 20 and turned it over on down. So, you know, they took that first opening drive against Wellington and could have done some stuff. But they pick and choose. They'll try and find that route on the outside. But they still rely on their run. They're going to counter on us and stuff. So we have to stay at home on defense. I've stuck with my 3-3 this year. I have five, uh, three safeties. So I'm a true 3 5 And we're going to stay with it. And I have to get creative on how we uh, – Get some more pressure on the quarterback. We didn't do very well with that, so we'll get creative with that. But ultimately, every kid is just kind of getting better at it and stay disciplined this week, like I said. And you know, we do our things on offense, and I'm going to feel very confident, especially if we stay healthy the rest of the way.
0: Well, and you know, you you have that loss to Eaton and the loss to Wiggins, but uh, you had the bye week in there. Uh, what kind of stuff did you work on that uh, you move forward here into this Develin game to take in to the rest of your league schedule?
2: It was truly don't add anything. We had put in kind of a, a process where we move our tight end around. Bryant uh, Beeman was a kid that has been all over the field for us since he was a freshman. Started as a lineman, uh, then came back and played tailback for us a little bit last year. And then this year, we didn't have any skilled kids on the outside. So we made him learn how to catch. And But more importantly, he knows how to block. And so that's what we've incorporated. We've gotten him going and we've running different powers and different ISOs with him and That's what we really worked on last week. I didn't want to add anything. I don't want to keep adding because then the kids lose track of what uh, they do best. And So we're going to continue to do that. The line is starting to gel a whole lot more. And that was really what we focused on last week. Tackling, too, was a big thing. So our, our half day of defense last week was a lot of focus on that and making sure you're getting back and being sound on all that.
0: Well, coach, uh, congratulations on the win last night. Uh, you know, as always, I'm going to keep track of, uh, how Platte Valley's doing. I would like to see you guys just kind of run through this league schedule and get back into the playoffs this year. We'll, uh, hope that happens. Uh,
2: I appreciate you. your
0: time this morning.
2: Yeah, I, I, I appreciate you calling. It's always good to win, you know, and some people thought that Platte Valley, you know, we're going through cycles, Mike, you and I have known each other for almost, uh, well, almost 20 years. And, uh, the idea is that you go through this. Every team seems to. You know, we had a great run there for a long stretch. Eden had the previous one here for three. And whether they're still rolling or not, but our, our, we're not down. We just have to find a way to do the best things with the kids' skills that we got. And, And I love the fact that they come to work now, and they're starting to understand learning how to win last night and everything else. And we're going to keep pushing on that.
0: Yep. Uh, thank you, Coach. Uh, have a good uh, weekend, and we'll we'll talk to you again here as the season progresses
2: if we keep winning i think i give you reason to call so i appreciate
0: that (laughs) that is uh head coach of platte valley troy hoffman uh for those of you who don't know i i coached out at platte valley for like 13 years uh the end of the coach michael dwall era and the beginning and uh, a fair amount of the troy hoffman era as head coach Uh, we had a lot of success out there and and coach and i we stay in touch uh, we talk but uh i'm just happy to see them get a w after a little bit of a struggle they're heading into the bye week with losses to eaton and wiggins um as he talked about they they definitely are kind of battling some injuries to get through but uh you know one thing great about high school is is every one of those kids that's out there they are just waiting for their opportunity and and uh they don't want it to come at the expense of one of their teammates but uh, when they do get that opportunity, they try to pounce on it and show what they can do. So uh, it sounds like Coach has a lot of those type kids on the squad that uh, he's he's kind of leaning on right now. And, and I'm sure as the season progresses, they'll hopefully get more healthy and have less injuries. So uh, that was uh, – with uh, we were talking to Platte Valley head coach Troy Hoffman there. So on the other side, we're going to move into um, – week number 2 of the preps rewind power rankings um before we leave i'm going to go through what we had last week's power rankings as and then when we come back we'll go through what the new power rankings are so last week i had number 8 was wellington number 7 was eaton number 6 thompson valley number 5 northridge number 4 university number 3 loveland number 2 Birthed, number 1 was Roosevelt. That was the Week 1 prep re, Preps Rewind Power Rankings. These are the teams that I think have the best chance to come home with a gold ball. On the other side, we will hear this week's edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. You are listening to Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.
1: It's time for the Preps Rewind
0: Power Rankings. Welcome back into Preps Rewind. We are going into the Preps Rewind Power Rankings uh, second edition. We just started last week in week five, but here is week six. Preps Rewind Power Rankings. Number eight is still Wellington. The Wellington Eagles are five and zero, oh, and... I wrote here in my notes. Maybe they are for real. I I don't know what to think. This is a team that runs the ball. They've rushed for over 1,500 yards on the season. I don't know what to think as you look through the stats. There's so many prominent players that are sophomores and some freshmen sprinkled in there playing as this school is only two years old and they only have freshmen, sophomores, and juniors playing. But... They're five and zero. They continue to do what they're supposed to do, which is win football games. They are number eight. Wellington Eagles, number seven, the Eaton Reds. The Eaton Reds are three and two. Their two losses are to number two Classical Academy and number six University at the two A level. The offense is starting to find their stride as they put up fifty points last night against Steamboat Springs. Fort Lupton next week on the schedule before they have the huge game against Berthoud. It's a very balanced offense. 454 yards passing, 478 yards rushing, and on defense, they have eight interceptions. This is something that team has always done well, which is take the ball away, especially if you try to throw against them. Number seven, the Eaton Reds. Number six, the team that probably dropped the most, they were number three last week. Number six this week, the Loveland I almost said it, the Loveland Red Wolves. I almost went back to the old name there. Uh, I respect the history. They lost big last night to Erie, but everybody's losing big to Erie because that is a very, very good football team that's probably going to win the state championship at that 4A level. As always with Loveland, though, I wonder, do they lean too much on Trey Olsen? He is their leading rusher by like 700 yards, and it's a team that doesn't throw the ball a whole lot. So do they lean on him too much? They need to find some help offensively, I think, if they want to be in that uh, playoff, that normal playoff run that Loveland puts together. Number five, Northridge. The Grizzlies do not move on the Preps Rewind Power Rankings as they had a bye this week. They have Mountain View next week. Uh, Opening up that difficult league schedule after Mountain View, it lines up Roosevelt, Thompson Valley, Resurrection Christian, and Severance. That is a very, very tough schedule. Mountain View down a little bit, so they should get to 6-0, but then it really gets hard. RJ Gallegos leads the team offensively and defensively. He leads them in rushing. He also leads them in tackles defensively. They're going to need more out of Justin Thill. The one game that I went and watched Northridge play, I was impressed with him. I think he's very accurate. I think they can lean on some play action a little bit. With the running game that they have out of Gallegos, they can fake the handoff to him and maybe give Thill some easy passes. Wyatt Hill on defense, he's just a sophomore, has three interceptions on the season for Northridge. Northridge Grizzlies are the number five team in the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. Moving on to number four. Number four, we talked to their head man today, Justin. uh, I'm losing my Jamie Steele. Jamie Steele, head coach for uh, Thompson Valley. We talked to him earlier. They are three and two on the season. They beat number four or number seven in four A Loveland. They lost one of their losses is to number five in two A Berthoud. And they lost to Riverdale Ridge, a team that doesn't get a lot of respect yet. That respect is coming for Riverdale Ridge. But this is a team that's only given up 45 points on the season. Riley Suarez is very good, dual threat quarterback, and Marco Lapierre is leading the D. He has three interceptions. Thompson Valley, number four this week. Number three, the big jump. University they are now three and two on the season their two losses are to 2A number one Delta and 2A number four Elizabeth they beat Timnith last night 35 to seven a huge chance to build momentum entering a potential playoff run as realistically brush is on their schedule in three weeks but there's really not another challenger I think in that league as I look at it. I'm curious to see the stats from last night's game. Were they able to run the ball? My big question with university is always, yeah, they're explosive offensively and they put together big plays. But if you can't run the ball when it gets to be playoff time, that's where question marks really arise. So I'm curious to see those stats. But university jumps up because their two losses are due two, to very quality teams. University jumps up to number three this week. Number two and number one stay the same. Number two is Berthoud. They are 5-0 on the season. They beat Fort Lupton last night, 48-17. They have only allowed 31 points on the season. They are led on D by Aiden McGrath. He is a senior. He has 46 tackles. Uh, Joey Finnegan, a senior, three and a half sacks, and sophomore Jason Newble and his four interceptions. Defensively, this team is playing fantastic. Offensively, they're kind of balanced. Run the ball a little bit more, but kind of balanced. I think offensively, they're really going to have to kick it up as they get into the playoffs. And that big game, as I talked about, Not this week, but the next week. Eaton birthed in two weeks. I'm really looking forward to that one. And number one, as everybody can guess, the Roosevelt Rough Riders. Excuse me. uh, They're going to stay there until somebody knocks them off of their perch. They had a bye this week. Resurrection Christian to open the very difficult league schedule that that league has. They have thrown for 700 yards on the season. And they have ran for 1,456. The huge thing with Roosevelt, though... That 1,456 is on an 8.6 average. Every time they run the ball, average 8.6 yards. Their plus 147 point differential is just astounding. Roosevelt is a team that I think can go back to back winning the state championship. That is this week's Preps Rewind Power Rankings. Looking back at them, number eight, Wellington. Number seven, Eaton. Number six, Loveland. Number five, Northridge. Number four, Thompson Valley. Number three, University. Number two, Berthoud. Number one, Roosevelt. And we will move on here, and we'll kind of look at what the schedule for this coming week looks like as uh, we jump into a lot of league games moving forward. As we look at it uh, in eight man, Dayspring will be playing against Akron in week seven. Island plays today against Estes Park in Alt, I believe. So if you're interested in some prep football, head up there and watch. They will play Sheridan next week. We talked to Troy Hoffman, Platte Valley head football coach. They have Valley. Eaton will play Fort Lupton. We just talked about Valley. Platte Valley. Timnith plays Arvada. Wellington Prospect Ridge. Berthoud plays, plays Forge Christian. University will play against Weld Central. Moving on to 3A, Severance and Thompson Valley. Resurrection Christian, Roosevelt. That's going to be a big one. We can actually see what Resurrection Christian actually may be. Uh, Mountain View against Northridge. We already mentioned Thompson Valley and Severance. As we move on, we had Northridge Mountain View. That's the other game in 3A. Moving to 4A, Windsor plays Skyline. Loveland, Grand Junction Central. Greeley West, Greeley Central battle this week. Uh, A chance for Greeley West to get that first win against Greeley Central. Huge rivalry game there. Fort Collins, Fossil Ridge. Uh and Puder and Rocky Mountain all play this week also. So we got all the crosstown rivalry games over there in Fort Collins this week. Um, I want to explain that preps, rewind, power rankings just a little bit more. Roosevelt, Berthoud, University, those are the teams I think at their level have a chance. So University moves way up like above Thompson Valley, above Loveland, above Northridge, because I think University has a better chance of bringing home the gold ball at their level, at the 2A level. So that's what we have going on there. Uh, Thank you to Jamie Steele, Thompson Valley Head Football Coach, for joining today. Thank you to Platte Valley Head Football Coach Troy Hoffman for joining today. Thank you, Micah, on the other side, keeping me in order here. You have been listening to Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Uh, Gould Parts, uh, 970-454-3355. Give them a call. Live from the Allo Fiber Studios, this is Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.